The holidays are coming, and that means a lot of snacks. So we at Top 4, the world-renowned flavor and pseudo-scientists are here to help you <laughs> navigate the complicated world of cheese. I love cheese. This is so great. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's a complicated world? We have a lot of different cheeses. There are a lot of different colors. And I feel like everyone these days has some sort of cheese plate that goes out, especially around the holidays. And so um, it's it's we're entering cheese plate season. We are. And and I, I got to say, I love a good cheese plate. Like I, anytime there is cheese around at a party, that is one of my primary focuses. Like I like I will fill up on cheese more than any other food that is out because it's just so good. I just love it so much. I also like the different types of cheese plates, like the actual plates that are underneath cheeses. <laughs> I like that they're like usually beautiful wood or a piece of slate or I don't know. It's just very um, interesting the ways to present cheese. My pr- The only problem I have with cheese plates is that usually... I love that you have a problem with cheese plates. Naturally. I have a problem with everything. The only problem is it usually like there's usually at least two or three different knife types around. Mm-hmm. And I think people who lay out the cheese plate have the best intentions. And they lay out like, you know, a certain type of knife would be better for hard cheese versus soft cheese or whatever. And I think they lay them out correctly. But it doesn't survive contact with the people very long before they're all mixed up. So I think that that's a problem with the guests you're inviting. Totally. To partake in your cheese plate. But if they're going to be swapping knives like lunatics, no way. But I've never seen a group of guests where this didn't happen, where eventually, like, (laughs) the the knives get kind of mixed up. And then, like, you know, each knife, they're all covered in all the types of cheese. And so you're just kind of ruined. Yeah. But besides that, I do like a good cheese plate. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of different types of cheese. We have some types of cheese that should not be on this plate, but we put them there anyway. They're still considered cheese by I some people. By a percentage. Yes, a large percentage. Anyway, so and I, I do want to do, give a little disclaimer here. There are like thousands of types of cheeses. And, yes. And we try... So, I tried to have the families covered. So, like, I went to the Wikipedia page on types of cheese, and there's, like, all the, like, you know, low moisture, medium moisture, hard cheese, soft cheese, like, all these different categories. And I tried to get at least one entry from each category. And I tried to give it w- where there was, like, a clear thing where, like, we've, we'd had one before and we liked it. I tried to get that one. So, you know, to give each category, like, a good shot. Uh, where there wasn't, uh, I tried to just buy, like, a, a representative average of whatever I could get at a decent grocery store in new york um i also want to put out a disclaimer we did not venture into the stinky category which i know to well, we cheese enthusiasts oh we dipped our toe there's barely anything we dipped two it. toes in the stinky category mm. but yeah but I we don't think we don't tend toe. to like a lot of it and that's why i'm sorry all yeah. you cheese enthusiasts out there who who are diehards with that the stinkiest cheese is the best cheese this is our top four And it's also going to be a helpful uh, guide for universal cheese likage. How about that? And and again, just because there are so many kinds, I want I I tried to pick like representative things for each family just so we could have kind of like a broad overview. Like I'm not going to probably end up saying in my top four, like particular brand names or particular varieties. Very much like our milk episode. Yeah, this is meant to be like generalized, like cheddar or american like that kind of thing not like super specific because the world of cheese is just too big for that we can't we couldn't even buy them let alone taste them and rank we're gonna need a bigger budget we're gonna need a bigger cheese board (laughs) true let's get into this i want to taste some cheese let's do it you want to just go like you know one side or the other here what do you should we should start weak right uh, yeah, yeah. So I think the weakest cheeses are probably like the mozzarella, the ricotta. By the way, I'm going to say ricotta. I know this is not 
Ricotta. a word that people can agree on the pronunciation of in the New York area. Unfortunately, any way you pronounce it, you offend somebody. There is no one way you can pronounce it that, that no one is offended. So I'm just going to say ricotta. I know half of you think that's wrong, and I'm, I'm just going to I'll say it. Uh, ricotta, because that's what uh, my dad says. Right, yeah, like most of my family would say that too. Uh, but if you say it that way, nobody knows what you're talking about who's not a Brooklyn Italian. So anyway, <laughs> so let's start with mozzarella and ricotta and then uh, work our way, maybe goat, like kind of work our way like from like the, the lesser aged, more high moisture stuff into the All right. other, you know, harder stuff. <laughs> like liquor, the harder stuff. <laughs> let's get into the hard stuff. So I'm going to start with mozzarella because to me, mozzarella is like the foundational cheese. It is like, it is a very common cheese, mostly by being used on pizza. Uh, and it is just, so basic there's not much to it you can get a good one or a bad one though that's true yeah but but it's it, the the differences between mozzarellas aren't that big well this one's not hard it's a soft mozzarella it basically to me the differences between the mozzarellas end up being like how much moisture is there and how much salt is there mm. tastes like home this is a good one this is a good one mm-hmm. yeah it's this creamy. is creamy like, it's a fresh mozzarella ball that was in like the bald mozzarella area at whole Foods. if it's in a bag then you're good yeah like the twisted up mm-hmm. plastic wrap this one's actually in a little um like flower pot thing no that's the ricotta oh never mind yep. yeah that, right. we, yeah we got some real good ricotta but because we uh, back when we used to make more pasta i used to buy this kind it's like a fresh kind. anyway so mozzarella this is a solid one man oh this is, it's a really good one it's so good <laughs> i hate that i'm putting this on my list already i'm totally taking a note about how good this mozzarella is because it's so salty and creamy it's a very very flavorful one sometimes you can get ones that just taste like absolutely nothing this is a good one. Yeah, this is great. And I would also like mozzarella, you know, because it is, it's so common. It's so it's almost like pedestrian. But there's a reason why it's so common. It's really good. And it's also fairly easy to make. And so you can get fresh mozzarella, lots of places that's reasonably local, that's reasonably fresh. You know, lots of nice grocery stores will do it themselves. Even our pizza place does their own. Like it, it's very much like it's, it's a straightforward cheese. And it's the, it's the foundation for lots of other things. And it's a super important part of lots of food. I always loved stealing slices of mozzarella whenever my mom was cooking and you would just, she would have them all sliced up on the board and we would come up and steal them yeah, and then yeah. she would have to go slice more and then we'd steal more. <laughs> I will say though, I only really have a, a strong opinion for the fresh mozzarella, which is mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the squishy ball kind, not like the dried out low moisture kind that you, that you'd get like in like a shredded bag. And I, and I like a larger ball. I don't like the tiny tight balls. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're going to leave that there. <laughs> all right, let's move on to ricotta. Oh, you just dripped the ricotta all over the other cheeses. It's fun. Oh, this is a stupid good ricotta, too. I know, it's a really good I said good ricotta, r- sorry, Dad. It's <laughs> This is one, like, we have like a, we have an Italian grocery store here, so mm-hmm. I, I, I went there, because that's where I buy a lot of our groceries. Cause the it's Italian good. pork store. And, uh, yeah, and, like, they have a really nice, fairly fresh ricotta that comes in, like, this like a flower pot of metal it's like this big dome on top it's very strange oh it's very good but though. it's really it's it's more ricotta than anybody can like even if you make lasagna this is too much ricotta to more it's more than you need this is the best this is the best one it's to make so lasagna good. with oh <laughs> mm. you get the oh, fresh man. noodles too oh this is good too why am i writing this down it's really oh. good see this is i think this is gonna be a hard one because i think most of these we're gonna like because like we do like cheese a lot and i i know most of these are good <laughs> so <laughs> i think we're gonna like almost everything on this board it's going to be a very hard ranking. Well, right now, the main dominant flavor in these two is salt. And milk. And, and milk, They yeah. taste like milk. Salty milk, which yeah. sounds weird, but it's delicious. So, Rico, it's hard to just, like, eat that. You know, at least mozzarella, you could just yeah, like, eat it. Ricotta is not really a standalone food. It, I think it's an it's an important component of other foods. Although I don't know, a bowl of that, with some salt and pepper, 
Mm. Isn't that what cottage cheese is pretty similar to? Which we did not get. Yeah, because we don't we don't think we like it. But I told you to I get it so we could try it. Whoops! Oh, oops! The daisies. <laughs> Sorry squeaky for all, cheese, you, all right? you cottage cheese lovers out there. Isn't that squeaky cheese? Oh no, that's curds. That's did curds. you get cheese curds? No, I didn't. I've had poutine before, though. Does that count? I don't know. That includes cheese curds, but we cover it in garbage. Darn it! Uh, We're really good at this. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a big world of cheese. We mm-hmm. tried to do our best. All right, so um, Parmesan. Yeah, Parmesan is, I, I mean, it's it's nowhere near the consistency of that, um, but it's in the Italian family, I guess, like the, the traditional, like, American-Italian food kind of family. We do have kind of providences of cheese set up yeah. around here. <laughs> so, all right, so let's go Parmesan. So I, I should clarify, this is not shredded Parmesan. This is a, a block of Parmesan that mm-hmm. we have just sliced right beforehand. I like the softer ones better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. Um, I like Parmesan a lot. It's not one of my favorites. It, it's very, very good. However, this is not my preferred uh, form of Parmesan. Like, I love grated Parmesan on other things. I love when, like, now, like, that all the keto companies, are, they're making, like, Parmesan chips. Mm. Like, little, like, little baked chips made entirely Parmesan. I like Parmesan. when they I love slice those. it really, really thin onto salads. Like, yeah, shaved. Like, I like Parmesan a lot. I don't think I like it a ton in this form, necessarily. No. And just, like, a, a slice off a block. I, mean, I We tried to slice it pretty thin, but... You know, it's nowhere near what you get like from I like, mean, the shave. I mean, it's good. It's sharp and it's nice, but I don't think it's going to hold up to make a top four. It's a very good flavor, though. I, I do like it a lot, but yeah, I think there's probably going to be better things on this board that are going to kick it out. I'm heading down to Provolone Town. All right, let's do Provolone. It just makes me think of a sandwich. Now, I did get a, a slightly aged Provolone, not like a super long aged one, but this is not as mild as you would get from like if you went up to a deli in the store and asked for like a half pound of Provolone. This is a little sharper than that. It is. It has a little bit more texture. Yeah. Um, it would it's be good. Very on, good. It's very universal. Yeah. But it's not a standout. It makes me think of that. Um, is it Denix, the famous sandwich place in Reading Terminal Market in Philly, yeah. that puts the prov- that puts the aged provolone or sh- whatever sharp provolone on the pork sandwich with the broccoli rob? This makes me think of that. Yeah. Whatever that is called, if you yeah. have it right or not. Yeah. yeah. That does make me think <laughs> of that. Yeah, because it's it is a, it is a very strong flavor, really, uh, and so it can be deployed wisely to something very very good. All right, I want to go feta next because I also don't think that that's going to make my list. Really? Okay. It's very different, but okay. Yeah. I can't, I don't know. Feta's fine. <laughs> feta's fine. Yeah, I think I agree. I, I like a, like, a couple of times I've, I've had in a restaurant, I've had grilled feta. I've actually tried, I tried making it myself and I failed miserably, but, but I, I've, had, good. I've had it well made before. And when, when it's well made, I like it quite a lot. In the more raw state, the more common state that you get, like in Greek salads and stuff, like what we're trying here, it's fine. I, 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 I've had better. Yeah, it's a nice one. It's salty. It's crumbly. It's yeah. a feta. But again, for me, just fine. You want to go to goat next because it's very similar? No, it's not similar at all. I want to save for, just wait for the goat. Okay. All right. wait for I it. think feta is goat cheese. But anyway. It might uh, be. I don't. It doesn't <laughs> matter what animal it's from. The first time I was an adult and I was presented with a goat in real life. Oh, like it smells some, like feta. It smells like feta cheese. It, yeah. it was very strange. Like, because really, I guess feta smells like goats, but I didn't, I, I came from the other direction. I thought goats smelled like feta. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway. want to go, uh, well, let's see, which way you want to go. It's kind of like following a little map here. Let's go, let's go up the, uh, the cheddar aisle over here. Okay. So we'll start out with, uh, this is just cheddar. This is, now I know there's a million cheddars. This is, the one I found that is my favorite that I can, that is widely available. It's the Kerrygold, like special reserve white cheddar. Let's see. I like the cheddar. I prefer cheddar over the last three that we just had. Yeah, cheddar's so good. Mm-hmm. I love cheddar. There are some cheddars I don't like. 
I've I don't think I've ever found one I didn't. The, I mean, some just of them like are just the like boring yellow squares. No thanks. Yeah, like it needs to be like a little bit aged. Like I think this one is like a one or two year aged. And kind this of one's thing. white. Yeah. I, well, I, it's kind of mm, it's, it's kind of off white. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yellow actually. Like I wouldn't drink milk that was that color. <laughs> it's uh, it's too no. far from white. Yeah. <laughs> for that. Um, but yeah, I I'm a huge fan of cheddar. The downside of cheddar is that it's hard to use melted because it doesn't melt very well. So the versatility of it is a little bit limited by that. But otherwise, in every other context, I think cheddar is a very versatile cheese. It's, are it's are good we everything. judging on versatility? I am. But hmm. it's also, and it's also, it's so, it not only can you put it in a bunch of stuff, but it's also so good that you can just use it by itself and just eat cheddar straight and it's a delicious snack even by itself. That to me, uh, cheddar I think ranks highly for me. All right. Should we go to Yarlsberg or Gouda? Let's, uh, let's, let's go to the Yarlsberg section. It's right above here. Mm-hmm. This was laid out based on how we opened the packages. Yeah, Yarlsberg, I, I like it a lot. Just, I mean, it's, you know, it's basically a fancy Swiss. I like this in grilled cheeses, but I don't like it just eating it. Well, not that I don't like it. There's other things I prefer to just eat than this. Yeah, well, it's, it's very good, but it is a little more on the mild side. And so I think you're right. Like grilled cheeses with Yarlsberg are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, although, um, what's that other one? Oh, Gruyere is also yes. one of my favorites for, for grilled cheese, although it's more expensive and a little harder to work with. But it's like both of – and Jarlsberg you can get in slices a lot of times. Like you can get, them, you can get it pre-sliced in certain packaging, mm-hmm. which makes it even easier to use on grilled cheeses then. Um, so, yeah, this is a basic Swiss. It's a good Swiss. Oh, that's what I should say. But, it, I, but I think Swiss is, is one Swiss. of the more basic cheese types. Yeah. It's, it's up there. It's along with like mozzarella. It's like it's a more simple form. It's not a, not a ton of like sharp flavor. I don't think there's any real aging going on. Like just like a simple. How does it get its holes? I don't know. We don't know anything about this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I would be interested to find out. They always picture it with mice coming out of the holes for some reason. All right, let's move into Gouda Town. That's, well, so, the, that's the creamy Gouda. Yeah. Wait, so, I want to go hard Gouda. Did you eat it yet? No, because the hard Gouda is basically this but aged, I think. So we should start with the basic one and then go into the aging. Okay. So this is this is creamy Gouda. Again, there's a million of these. This is one of the ones Would you that call comes, it Cruda? <laughs> this is one of the ones that comes with the like red wax uh, skin on the outside. Like a Bombell? Or Bombell's Gouda? I don't, they, they come in different kinds. I don't know what the I like that they come in is. a little net <laughs> yeah. of like tiny cheese wheels. See, Gouda's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, the whole Gouda family, I, I celebrate its entire catalog. Like it's, <laughs> I celebrate it's, it's such a great cheese type because it's Gouda. It goes, wow. <laughs> it goes from <laughs> like, like the basic creamy kind is fairly mild. It's kind of soft. Like it's, it's, it's basic. It's in like the basic family along with something like, you know, like a Swiss or a Munster or whatever else. But it just has a little more flavor than all those. Like, I feel like Gouda is also, like, very versatile. And it's it's one of those cheeses that if you're if you're going to have a plate of a bunch of different cheeses and that you just have to eat straight, mm-hmm. I'm going to the Gouda and the cheddar, I think, like, first out of everything on that plate. I prefer the texture of a softer cheese. It, it depends what you're going for, I think. I'm going for what I prefer. <laughs> now, there were a million kinds of cheeses that seemed to be basically aged Gouda, but with slight variations. And so I picked the two, like this grocery store, this is one of my grocery stores I go to most often. And so, the, and they're always sampling cheeses. And I picked two different kind of aged Gouda style cheeses that just, these are the ones that I, that I think are the best. And one of them is Beamster, which is a big brand that is probably everywhere. And the other one was this uh, Paradiso, I think. That it, I, I don't know if it's a big brand, but it's always there. And they sample it, and I like it a lot. So uh, let's go first uh, Paradiso. Sure. 
And if these don't actually qualify technically as eggs Gouda, I apologize. I, I could not figure out like what these are exactly, but they seem to be in the ballpark. This one has this weird thing about it where it's almost like there's these little crystallized bits inside of it. Yeah, many of the cheeses like this have that. I believe they, they, they explain on the, on the websites of these various things. I forget whether it's either like crystallized protein or crystallized salt, but it's, it's normal to be in there, little, like little crunchy bits. I like that, though. It's a nice little surprise. Me too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Rice Krispies in there. <laughs> At first, though, I think like, oh, no, it's sand in my teeth. Like when you eat seafood, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I've had so much of this kind of cheese. I, I don't think about that anymore. But yeah, so this is that was the Paradiso, uh, which I think is aged Gouda. And that is fantastic. I absolutely love it. All right. I think I might like that better than the creamy Gouda. All right. So let's try the Beamster next. This mm-hmm. is the Beamster XO, which I've tried all the Beamsters. And I think the XO is my favorite overall. We're getting more into the orangey territory. It's so much crumblier. And it has a lot more of those little bits in it. Yeah, because the, the, the Beamster XO is basically just a longer aged Gouda. So I think it's very similar. I, I think I'd classify both of these as aged Gouda family. Beams, the Beamster XO is just more so. And yeah, it's it's a little bit harder, a little bit darker, a little bit crumblier, and with more of those crunchy bits. Do they put salt in it? I have no idea. I mean, salt is involved in all cheese making. I have I think, a lot of questions. I, yeah, this we probably should have researched how cheese is made a little bit more than what we did. That's but, not what the show is for. True. <laughs> yeah, so... I almost feel like these these shouldn't be two different entries in the in the, uh, in the classification. They they both seem like aged goudas, just from two different brands mm-hmm. and two different aging levels. All right, I'm but a little worried. I love I them kinda, both. I kind of wish that you had gotten grosser cheeses. Why? Because these are all too good. Yeah, they're all just too like. Oh, yeah. We love cheese, though. I know, and we do have to eat the leftovers. Yeah. All right, so do you want to go into the uh, the two semi-stinkies that we got, or you want to save those for later? No, I think we should come back around to go to the um, French region. All right, so first we have we have the Munster. Is as that we French? Head in. Uh, actually, I think it was. I looked it up. I it's I thought I assumed it was German. It seems like a German word, but I think it actually is French. <laughs> so. Oh, so many people yelling at us. All right, so Munster. What is on the outside of this? I'm not sure. All <laughs> Munster has that like kind of like orangey net pattern. I assume it's some tradition of the way it's made yeah it's just so nope munster is just very mild there's not much flavor there there's not there's like neither flavor nor salt i don't know i'm not i think anywhere where you could use munster you could have there's a better choice you could use instead i'm surprised actually like putting that now seeing it like against all the others it really does show how much how like how much more flavor the other ones have yeah yeah even for a mild cheese spread that we have yeah, yeah, because we, we, this really is not like super obscure, super strong or stinky, you know, entries in this list here. But yeah, the Munster really does stand out in how bland it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe our taste buds are dying. Like, I would have assumed the mozzarella might have been like the bottom of the list, right? Because like it's so... I would have assumed, but so far that was one of the most flavorful ones. Know, it was really good. <laughs> All right, Gruyere. Let's do Gruyere. So is Gruyere, is it like a type of Swiss? Because it's kind of, it seems kind of similar to Swiss, but I don't know if it's necessarily in the family. Oh, yeah, it does. It has like some of the same notes, which are cheese. I, yeah. <laughs> That's why it makes a good grilled cheese, just like the Jarlsberg. I think I might actually prefer the Jarlsberg to the Gruyere. Hmm. Yeah. The Gruyere, I mean, it's. Yeah. Let me try the Jarlsberg. The Jarlsberg has a little more flavor. The texture of the Jarlsberg is more rubbery. That's, yeah, I give, give you that, yeah. But I think it, it's better. It's giving my brain a memory of eating a tire. <laughs> a little bit really oh god i was no, not a not a real tire but just the, the texture <laughs> a of cheese it tire. is a cheese tire yeah yeah 
that's I can, another I can, I can kind of see that it's just the texture of it is just a little bit too um i'm chewing on something synthetic i mean that might also just be like the wedge that we got and the fact that this was the end of the wedge and it's been sitting on a cheese board for, for like 20 minutes no i think that's always what Allsburg tastes like if you don't like slice it then if you just have like a chunk of it I, I, yeah actually i think that's true uh the gruyere i prefer the texture of the gruyere Right, because it's like it's a, it's a little bit like it's like halfway between the Jarlsberg and Parmesan almost. Like it has like a like that kind of like almost like a firmness in the middle, like a kind of like a dry firmness. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's let's start moving into my favorites. All right, so let's do the Havarti next. Uh, we there's like a million different kinds of Havarti. We got the one with dill because Tiff likes dill. Oh, that's weird. Why is that weird? Okay, so this is like the similar consistency of the Allsberg, but it's not as rubbery like it comes apart more easily it's more pleasant really maybe you, did you try like one that was on like on the outside because <laughs> like the part i got was nice and squishy yeah it's like creamier yeah it's have already it's a very creamy but like, the Allsberg, it's funny it's like it's it's held together with some sort of like film and then it's squishy but the Havarti is like nice it's it's that same thing all the way around it's how i want the Allsberg to be yeah it's yeah not. the Havarti is very nice it's it's a little the dill's making it funny. I kind of like it. It's it just, it's a little unmemorable. Like Havarti, I think is a little bit boring. Yeah, but all I taste is dill. So that probably says something that the dill is overpowering the Havarti. I mean, that could just be this one that we got though. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. <laughs> Havarti? I, I think it's... Well, Havarti? The, I think it's Havarti, but I don't know. Port Salute? Let's do Yeah, so Port Salute was... I've, I'd never heard of it, but when I was doing my Wikipedia research, it was it was a strong contender in a category that we were kind of weak in, so let's go for it. Mm, I love creamy cheeses. I actually, I don't like it that much because like, there's a slightly bitter aftertaste that oh, I'm not, okay I'm not that. crazy about that in this context. This would be good with a beer. Ooh. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, like a fruity, sour beer. Oh, that, no. Oh, yes. that's, that's, that's not beer. Uh, <laughs> it is too beer. All right, while we're in the squishy category, uh, let's move on to the brie. Are you going to eat the rind or not? I think I do eat the rind, or I mm. eat a little bit of the rind at least. Yeah, I'll have like one or two pieces with rind, and then I abandon the rind. Yeah. And this is, I should also... The rind is bitter. Yeah. Well, not not with this one. So this is, there's a million different brie's. I have tried to buy different ones over the years with incredibly mixed results. I don't, I don't really know how to buy it. So I went with the safest choice, the president brie, which I don't know if brie snobs look down upon it because it seems like it's a fairly common one uh but that's the one that we have liked the best so that's what, that's what i bought brie on its own is so mild i almost wish you got a camembert every time i've gotten something like that we've hated it yeah this is a very mild brie there's a reason but. they always wrap this in puff pastry and put lingonberries on it because <laughs> it needs something yeah wow right. i thought i was gonna this was gonna be one of my favorites and it's um i mean maybe i just chose wrong it's this is bland. the president one there's like there's a Notre Dame one that's next to it that I have sometimes bought, but I forgot whether we've hated it or loved it. <laughs> so, so I uh, yeah, maybe this is a shopping error on the brie here. All right, to goat. Let's go to the goats, even though we already visited them with feta. But this is standard goat. This is like when yeah, you go to the like store a, and buy goat. And yeah, it's not feta. It's regular goat. fresh goat cheese, the Vermont brand, which is my favorite. Mm, I love goat cheese. Mm, it's so creamy crumbly it tastes like melted feta to me <laughs> right i don't like the the um because feta, is, feta is squeezed right the the, the liquid is essentially assume, squeezed out and it's like pressed into a block I assume, goat cheese yeah. isn't yeah fresh goat cheese yeah mm. i i like i like goat cheese a lot not as much as you no i love the flavor of goat cheese i'll have it on basically 
anything. It's such a strong flavor mm-hmm. that I feel like it clashes with certain things, and and so it's it's okay, a little have, harder to use. I'll have it on anything it goes with. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> that's that's a big clarification there. <laughs> but I do love if there is a goat cheese on a cheese plate. That's what I'm going for. Interesting. I rather have that so far than anything else. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a strong statement. It is. I'm clearing out the gouda and the cheddar, and you're you're going straight for the goats. Straight for the goats. Wow. All right, so let's move into the uh, <laughs> the the town that it looks like you shouldn't be eating this food, but we are going to anyway. <laughs> the visibly rotten cheese town. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so the again, side of the we are board. not experts in in the stinky cheese family. So we just got two. We got blue cheese, which even. I'm not even sure the one I picked is a representative blue cheese. It's blue, all right. It, but there were many choices, so I, I tried to pick like, the most average-seeming one, but I don't even know if it is average. And But I've had, like, blue cheese salad dressing. I know, like, roughly where we're going with this, with right? wings. Or, like, blue cheese crumbles on a burger. Like, I've had stuff like that, so I, I kind of know what it's supposed to taste like, at least. And then we also have a Stilton, which Tiff recommended as something that she liked i don't know if i like it we'll find out so let's start with the 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 possibly regular blue cheese (laughs) oh i love that tastes like regular blue cheese to me i love it i wouldn't say i love it it's the kind of thing i like oh no i think i like stinky cheeses Uh oh oh i'm moving into stinky cheese town i like having a little bit of something like this on a cheese plate like i don't want like if we have a cheese plate at a meal or something I'll take a little bit of this once. I don't want more than that. Oh, no. But I want I want a little accent of it sometimes. No. I think if I'm eating cheese, I'm going to spend my cheese budget on something like this. Oh, that man. That is full of flavor. I think I'm becoming a different cheese person. Uh-oh. Everything else before this, except for maybe goat. <laughs> it seems like you're liking those, like, stronger, like, more... Yeah. Like, almost, almost tart flavors or sour or i don't know i am i'm looking for more more boldness oh no oh no all right let's try the uh, stilton i think we're gonna have to separate our cheese shopping <laughs> i'll have to go shopping for my own insane cheeses the stilton to me is is clearly in the same vein and just like a little bit stronger a little bit better i think it's um it's harder it might be a little bit more aged maybe yeah i but like it, seems it very similar to blue but mm-hmm. very similar flavor just like a little more dense yeah, it has a nice tartness to it. It's, yeah. um, mm. I wish I knew what the words were for flavored cheeses like this because it's, they're so different. Totally. Than anything else you would eat. Yeah. Mm, gosh, that's really good. Oh, I like weird cheese. I'm sorry. I'm off on this crazy train of life. Uh, I'm drinking sour beers. I'm eating blue cheese. It's the sour beers kill me. Adios. All right. Next up. <laughs> We finished the, uh, I think, the more refined category of cheeses. The more international. Yes. And now we're going a little bit off the rails. Or in closer to home. Yes. Uh, so next up is cream cheese. <laughs> and specifically... Like good old creamed cheese. Yeah, cream cheese. And I think cream cheese is a valid cheese. And you know, in the spirit of trying to get the best representative of this to give it the best chance, we went to our local bagel place and got their scallion cream cheese which is our favorite cream cheese, I think. Does it count as a different type of cheese if it has things in it? I mean, isn't every cheese, like a, a, the basics are the same, but with different things added to them, processed mm. in different ways? It's true. All right, so, bagel shop, scallion cream cheese. <laughs> mm, so good. <laughs> I 
tastes like scallions. And cream cheese. That's a good flavor. I'm... <laughs> it's, it's one of the... What's good about cream cheese and bagel shop cream cheese in particular is... But would you have cream cheese on a cheese plate? Maybe we should have cream cheese on a cheese plate. <laughs> maybe, maybe the world has been missing out. Maybe we would start that trend. On our cheese plate, there's always... Well, oh, look, uh, around a cheese plate, there's usually like a crudite plate or some 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 like stack of bite-sized vegetables with some kind of sour cream based dip in the middle. Is that that different from scallion cream cheese? Not really. But is this cream cheese or is it dip? Oh no, I don't know. I would. I mean, this is cream cheese. Some of the. I mean, look, like ricotta is pretty soft. That could. That's almost dip. This tastes like dip, though. Uh, okay, or well. a spread. It's a spread. It's, it's, but some cheeses are spreadable. Oh, shoot. Right? See, it's hard. Like, the inside of brie is pretty goopy. That's that's almost a dip. But in a wedge, comes in a wheel. Cream cheese comes in a block. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All, also a tub. All right, so. Which dips come in. So, moving on from the cream cheese, we have something that I think is, I think you might classify similarly, and that is a port cheese spread. Um, I love port cheese. Also, I, you just said the word spread yeah well, it's kind of more of a dip it comes in a tub it comes in a tub but it's pretty firm when you take it out of like it, you couldn't take it out of the fridge and dip a cracker right into it it would break yes you could you can cracker that no believe me i've tried port cheese which is basically what wine and mushy cheddar did they put cheddar in a blender with some wine and they I, I put it so. in a tub then it's a dip we're eating it with a spoon because it's too soft to pick up <laughs> <laughs> right at least the brie you can pick it up sort of if the skin wasn't there it'd be pretty hard to pick up the brie but we picked up the port salute and that doesn't have a skin so i think really what we're saying is port needs a skin is that why they always Ew. cover the balls in like nuts you know like usually you know, like the, the port ball in the store they'll have like it'll be surrounded by like chopped walnuts or almonds or something on the i outside. think that's to make it look more appealing mm, probably i love port it's a, but to me compared to other cheeses that we're testing it tastes more like junk food than because it is a legitimate entry <laughs> yeah it is but that's not as junky as our next entry. <laughs> uh, I wanted to include in this, and I'm sorry to everyone who's not American. I wanted to include American cheese. Also sorry to Americans. Uh, I like American cheese, damn it. And I think it, it has earned its spot on the cheese board as a legitimate thing that people like that is useful. Now, it looks ridiculous on our cheese board. It does look ridiculous. <laughs> it is like this square of cheese that has slowly been drying out and curling up on the edges. <laughs> I think we should tear it and eat the middle part. That'll be the fairest. All right. But. One of the one of the things here, when you're looking at the more <laughs> beautiful cheeses that we've tried, they look very colorful, appealing. They maintain a moisture level that it looks edible <laughs> and nice. Even though we've been recording now for about a half hour, yeah. maybe more, and after before that we had to set up the cheese plate. The the American cheese is not not aging well. It is not faring well for this short amount of time. <laughs> if you were to prepare something like this for a party or a get together, nobody would want to eat what is on this corner because I would, I would just eat the middle. <laughs> it looks like plastic now. <laughs> And there are other cheeses on here that that still have the vibrancy that they did when I when I opened them up and put them out. Do you want me to go get a fresh slice? <laughs> uh, you might have to. I think we should compare a fresh slice to this one because <laughs> it's aging very rapidly. Let me see. Look at it. Oh, if, if you tear it, out a piece of the you middle, just threw it down, and it sounded like you were slapping like a piece <laughs> of plastic. It did have some impact. All right, I'm just I'm just tasting it. 
the texture is so oily. Yeah, it's like all like all the fat kind of like like goes to the surface when it's, it's very strange. Um, <laughs> I like American cheese a lot. This is not the context for it though. No. Like I I and this is a good this is Boar's Head uh, yellow American. This is a good American cheese. And I I like it a lot in certain contexts. In certain contexts I think it's the best cheese. Like I I I would stand firmly that like on a hamburger I think American cheese is the best cheese. Well, yeah, it's so easily the most easy to melt and all this yeah. stuff. But like, I would even say having it, the corners are already all dried yeah. out. I would even say like, I think for a grilled cheese, I think American might be the best cheese too. Hmm. I don't know about that. There's a reason why if you go to any restaurant in the universe and order a grilled cheese, the the most likely cheese that's going to be in it is American because it's good. It, it melts well. It it's like nice and like melty American is so good. Yeah, I think in the context of just eating cheese by itself on a cheese plate, this is not holding up. You know when you get those sticky hands that are made out of that, like, plastic stuff? Oh, the, the like, jelly hands? Yeah, it's kind of like that now. It is a little bit like that. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, we do have one more. Now, we were not actually able to get two things that I thought we should test. We were not able to get Velveeta or Easy Cheese. Wait, you couldn't find Velveeta? Or I just, couldn't find either of these in, our, in two grocery stores. Well, it is American Thanksgiving yes. coming around the corner, and it is probably shopped out, which is really sad. I couldn't and even find where these would have gone on. The, like, because I know both the Velveeta blocks and the aerosol can of Easy Cheese. <laughs> I know that neither of them require refrigeration before they're opened, at least. And I would have loved so, to have that sound on the podcast of you spraying <laughs> cheese into your face. I've I've actually I had a lot of Easy Cheese as a kid. I really liked it when it came out. But I haven't been able to find it recently. It's like, I think we just live in like too yuppie of an area. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know what? The stores aren't stocking it. Because <laughs> I, I, I looked both in the refrigerated section and in places where it would be non-refrigerated. That might make sense. We would probably find it in one of those like discount stores. Would you want it though? But that's probably where you'd find it. Oh boy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so, so tell us what we did find. But we, we were able to find Cheese Whiz. <laughs> which is do awesome need, do you need to say cheese i mean i i like to i like to think of it as whiz well it, the type yeah. of cheese we are having is whiz yeah i guess c- continuing our, our philadelphia i don't actually i don't know if they use the h in philadelphia i think they just wyz i don't know anyway uh continuing that you know from the sharp provolone earlier uh another great thing to eat in philly is a philly cheesesteak with onions and cheese whiz it is cheese whiz yeah well it's it depends on who you ask. Some people think it should be provolone, but the the other popular choice is cheese whiz. What's the pump for the nachos? I believe that's pretty similar. I, I hmm. think that's either cheese whiz or something very similar to it. Pump cheese. Yeah, or as I, as I, I call I call it liquid cheese. But yeah, it's it's very similar. Oh so my goodness! Let's try some cheese whiz. Now I sh- I will say also the cheese whiz in its little blob that you made with the two spoon trick is holding up better than the american cheese on the cheese platter. so much better it looks <laughs> it looks a lot better oh i looked up the word wasn't it a, a roulette uh something like that i don't know sounds that, that, good. that's a vegas thing that's right. true so i'm gonna <laughs> here we go some cheese whiz i'm eating it with a ceramic spoon to feel fancy <laughs> oh my god it's so it's liquid cheese like imagine dipping a tortilla chip into this when and imagine it being warm yeah yeah it's like movie theater nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. It has such a strange chalk element to it. 
Like it sticks around and coats your tongue. Yeah, it, it definitely has a consistency unlike anything that would be called cheese. It forces you to taste it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's still I it's still sticking. I got I need some water to chase it. But I don't hate it. <laughs> I think that's the big thing. I don't hate it, but it should be hot. It should be like hot and melted and we should have For queso. Gar- and we should have garbage food to dip into it. Like some kind yeah. of chip or, you know, put it on crackers or put it, you know, in a cheese steak. Like it, it, there's a reason why I I personally to to the Philly people I was a provolone person for years and then I believe last year or the year before I tried it with the cheese whiz instead and I gotta say it was better I actually prefer the cheese whiz on the on a cheese steak and if you're gonna be like you know dipping nacho chips into it or or if you were if you're gonna like make nachos at home you you could like put this in the microwave melt it and then like drizzle it across nacho chips like that would be great that would be a great use mm. of this. Um, and there's very few other cheeses that that would work very well for. How do you feel about fondue? You know, it's I've only done it like a couple of times, and it was a long time ago. So I don't I don't really know. It seems like you have to really commit to one type of cheese that you want a whole lot of, like just for the practical thing. Like I don't think I don't think I thought they mixed it a little bit. Yeah, but you typically only have like one or two cheese pots for fondue. Like mm-hmm. you're not really like. You know, you don't have a big variety to just alternate bites between or anything like that. Like, I like cheese variety. I, like, that's why I like a cheese plate. Because yeah. you can have, like, oh, I'll have two bites of this, one bite of this, and two of this, and totally change things up. Whereas fondue, you have to really commit to whatever type is that you're that you're using. I think I prefer cheese plates to fondue because I like the idea of making little stacks of goodies. Like, I like to <laughs> grab a cheese. I get a little salty cracker or something to put it with it. I like a little fruit element. There's this nice little way of building up uh, a very refined bite of a lot of these cheeses. And I prefer that to just kind of dipping into liquid cheese. Although there is something about like a fondue that it's just, it's just totally extravagant of like, we're just going to have like a waterfall of liquid cheese that we just <laughs> stick like blobs of steak and bread into like, that's, that's pretty cool. All right. So let's do our sponsor for this month and then we'll do our ranking. We are sponsored this month by Moo. Hey, hey. Moo we're, is we're an- so good at this because look, it's like a cow cheese. Oh, <laughs> I didn't on. even get it. <laughs> You're so used to Moo meaning like awesome business cards. Yeah, and to stuff. me, Moo means like good things printed on the internet. Now, it, it, I guess it also for a while before that meant cows. <laughs> so moo is an online print and design company maybe they also have cows i don't know but they at least are really good at printing and design they specialize in customizable business cards postcards stickers and more for your business and if you're new to moo you can order a free sample pack you can see for yourself on their website moo.com you can see what their products look like you can hold them in your hand you can see just how high quality their printing is they offer a full suite of products including business cards postcards invitations letterhead stickers flyers all this great stuff so you can seamlessly promote yourself and your brand. I love that there's so much more than business cards these days. Oh, yeah. And and they're really good at business cards, but there's even more now. And you can count on their quality. And they have all sorts of nice premium special finishes, things like gold foil. They recently added silver foil, raised spot gloss, letterpress. It's all these little touches that can make you and your products and your business stand out. And 
suppose you don't fancy designing your own card. They recently rolled out new templates for cards as well, which are inspired by their most creative customers, so anybody can make a great card at Moo. And they also now have luxurious hardcover notebooks featuring a Swiss binding, so every page lays flat. They're made with premium paper and is printed by a tough tactile cover. So check out Moo. It's just a really great company for getting your printing or buying these notebooks, and it is just the highest quality stuff. It's just it's great quality cards and things like that. That it it really makes you stand out. Like if you're in a meeting and you hand somebody a Moo card. It's going to – like they're going to be like, ooh, that's nice. Like you know, it, you don't want to be the person handing out like the generic or cheapo cards. Like you want everyone to be like, wow, what a cool card. That's what Moo gives you really. <laughs> Sometimes when I get really cool business cards, I can't help be like a magpie. I want to keep it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Like it's, when it's really pretty. You're well, like, like shiny like you know, gold so, and silver and it's stuff. It's just nice and, and inspiring. Yeah. All the you know, shiny foils and letterpress and everything. Anyway, see for yourself at Moo.com. It's just how it, says, just how it sounds. M-O-O.com. Use code PRINTMOO to get 15% off orders of $50 or more. So once again, moo.com and code printmoo for for 15% off any order of $50 or more. Our thanks to Moo for their support of Top 4 and all of Relay FM. And if they had anything to do with the cows that made these cheeses, that's that's pretty cool too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get to our ranking. So my honorable mentions, uh, one of them is Jarlsberg which I really, I, I forgot how good it was. I, I haven't had it a lot recently. And I kind of forgot that, wow, that's actually a really nice cheese. And I think it can be used in a lot, in a lot of different contexts. Yeah, I'm actually very pleasantly surprised by Jarlsberg. So it got honorable mention for me. My, my other honorable mention was mozzarella. Uh, it did really well, I thought, in our test. <laughs> um, just very, very good. I thought it was going to be way too boring, but it really wasn't. And and I think mozzarella again, like uh, you can't rule out the the um, universality of it. Like it, it's it's in so many things. It's a, it's important to so many things, and it, it's and it, it's just part of so many great foods that we love. Um, and it's it's just so good for being so simple. All right, I have um, uh, ricotta, 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 ricotta. Uh, the R I C O T T A cheese. Um, is my number one honorable mention, followed by Cheddar and the Port Salute. I really enjoyed all of those. Hmm. Um, I thought that they stood out from other things. I had the Gouda on my list, but I I crossed it off because those little hard bits, they kind of hurt my teeth a little bit. Oh, I know. It's like sprinkles. I don't like sprinkles on my ice cream because they get into my teeth. At a, so... I like the flavor that that ha- like those give, but the texture just, just doesn't agree with me. Um, yeah, because ricotta cheese, it's just you can only really cook with it. You know, it's not very universal. You can't really plop it yeah. on a cheese plate. We tried. It looks like hell right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a high moisture for a cheese plate. <laughs> yeah, it's a little sloppy. Um, it's kind of like Swamp Thing starting to take over the world. But... <laughs> It's um it's still delicious, but it's also tricky to find a delicious fresh one. It's not an easy thing to do around here anyway. Yeah, like every grocery store has a cheap regular ricotta in a tub next to the sour cream. And it tastes like nothing. And yeah, and those are very bland. The the one that we have here I think is significantly better than what you tend to find. I think it's cuz it's high salt content. They're not really concerned yeah. about how much salt is in here because it's fresh <laughs> and it's good. Um, <laughs> Maybe. The, the a lot like the answer to a lot of like why certain foods are better than others it often comes down to like this one has more salt than that yeah it's like well why do they why does it taste so good in a restaurant it's because it's full of salt and butter like yeah. they use all the things that you would never use at home uh if you're trying to like cook healthy at all. 
And um, the Port Salut, even though I've never really had that before, it is very good. I liked it a lot better than the Brie. So next time we get a soft cheese, I would start going more towards that direction uh, for something Mm. a little bit more flavorful and bolder than just a simple Brie. Or somebody can teach us how to actually buy brie. Yeah, that doesn't well, make it all actually, bitter and I think sticky. that this is kind of our gateway into a little bit more fancy cheeses. I think maybe. we're going to be upping our cheese game after this, and maybe we'll come back with a follow-up top four of the top four stinkiest cheeses oh, or good. something like that. Hey, we might get there. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like a blast. We're still young. There's so many years of cheese eating ahead of us. We could be like, top four foods I don't like. Stinky cheese, sour beer. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You might come around. Who knows? And also, so I wanted to mention, talk about the cheddar a little bit because cheddar is such a universally just good easy cheese to have around it's a crowd pleaser and it's not so bland that you feel bad of i'm just eating empty calories it's tasty enough that you're like oh i'm gonna enjoy some cheddar and it's good so honorable mention all right my number four i'm so sorry to Uh, everyone oh oh no my number four is american cheese (sighs) everyone in the world is yelling right now except casey who is cheering probably (sighs) but it is why honey why (laughs) There are so many contexts in which American cheese is simply the best option. And yeah, eating it plain on a cheese board is not one of those. But this is top four cheeses, not for top four, not top four cheese board cheeses. Therefore, I, I, I feel like I have to really rank American cheese in my list because, yeah, if I'm making a grilled cheese, if I'm having it on a hamburger, if I'm melting something to dip things into... I think American cheese is still the best. It's still... It, oh, it's so forgettable, though. Like, if you put it on any of those things, it's just like... And then you leave it off. It's not... There's no difference. There's no difference. Oh, no. There's a difference. Oh, no. There's a no difference. A cheeseburger versus a hamburger? There's a difference. And if you're going to have a cheeseburger, I think American's still the best kind of cheese for Oh, it. no. Blue, goat, anything else. Anything else. That That is a radical departure. The flavor... You're a I, radical departure. <laughs> the flavor that I want with a lot of those things is American cheese. And so it's my number four. Can you do me I'm a so favor? I'm so sorry, everyone. It's my you, number four. I like it. Sorry. Can you do me a favor? There's a reason why this whole country likes it, damn it. <laughs> shh, shh. Can you do me a favor? USA. What? Can you take the remaining piece of American cheese, put some whiz inside of it, and eat it like a tiny cheese taco? I absolutely will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, there. Oh, actually, it's going to be more. Yeah, just a little roll up there. Oh, no. They're the same color. I mean, there's a reason they're the same color. This is the the weird orange of American cheese. How's it taste? Mm. Dried up piece of American cheese wrapped around some creamy cheese whiz. (laughs) The texture is not incredibly appealing (laughs) of the nearly crunchy cheese slice on the outside. (laughs) Well, that that's what makes the texture difference. If you had the American cheese and the cheese whiz, they would be too close. I, I feel like refreshed. you're. I feel like you're punishing me for my choice. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. How do you feel? Do you I feel mean, punished? It's almost. It's only number four. Okay, <laughs> but it still made the list. There's a lot of beautiful cheeses in front of us. Yeah. Well, it's look. It's okay. It's your cheese. I I have simple pleasures, and many of my pleasures are some kind of food with cheese on top. And when that's the context, American cheese is often what I want. Okay, that's fair. All right, your number four. I'm going to go with the good old dependable mozzarella. Fair choice. I love mozzarella cheese. I love it 
basically in any form, even if you're talking about the drier ones, even the tiny, tiny tight balls or the big loose, <laughs> the big loose balls. I oh God. don't mind it either way. I, um, I've always loved it. It is kind of a little bit of a nostalgia trip for me with the reminding me of like when my mom was cooking and stealing slices of cheese and Caprese salad is one of my favorite little uh, appetizers to get and the freshness of it, the brightness of it, the way it goes so well with like oils and peppers and all that kind of stuff. It's it, it stands alone and it has a body to itself that's unexpected. That's what I appreciate about it. And that's why it makes a solid number four, because it isn't the most flavorful. It isn't the most interesting, but it is just really solid and dependable. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, that's why it was my honorable mention, too. Like it's it is it's like a workhorse of the cheese family. And it it feels lighter than it is, which is nice. Yeah. And it feels a little bit special because it comes it's a little strange and it's cool watching people make it. And um, it's it's a cheese you could actually make at home which I think is really different than a lot of cheeses. Uh, a lot of cheeses reserve like a, they, they kind of have a special way of being made, which I'm assuming uh, I've only seen like maybe one or two programs on cheese. <laughs> and um, Or they need like special, you know, special bacteria or something right, like you exactly. know, or a special region of the world, mm-hmm. special aging conditions, like, caves and everything. They need, yeah, their whole, right. they need a whole cave to make this cheese. Yeah. You could just make some mozzarella in your kitchen. Yeah. Most people don't have caves in their houses. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number three is Parmesan. In a similar way to my justification for American, although I think this is much more defensible to the world, um, Parmesan, while I, while I wasn't super enjoying eating just slices of off the block like this, again, I don't think that's its best form. I think its best form is you know grated or shaved or made into <laughs> chips that are made out of Parmesan cheese for some reason. Like, all of those things, the flavor that you can get out of a good Parmesan is a very nice flavor. It's it's complex, it is savory, and it is it is kind of universal in its appeal. And for something that's so complex and so savory, um, that's actually kind of rare, I think. Um, so I, I very much respect and enjoy Parmesan in lots of different things, uh, or just straight up. It's very, very good. And uh, for my number three. My number three is blue. Yeah, that's, I, I figured you'd be going into the stinky zone at this Here point. Here I go. I'm I'm taking a turn and I'm not coming back. Blue is my number three because it is just flavorful and weird and it's colorful and it's soft, which I like a softer cheese. Uh, yeah, it's just, um, it's really cool that it could be a dressing and a cheese. <laughs> like well, the just, cheese itself is not the dressing. I know, it is, I know. It is in the dressing. <laughs> I know I like I've I've come around to really loving finding chunks of blue cheese in dressings and before I would have never ever liked it my taste buds have totally changed blue is definitely a number three and it's only so far down number three because I feel like it's fairly new in my life mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not ready to move it up as a favorite like a, a top like this is my favorite cheese yet but it is definitely climbing the ranks so welcome to the group blue nice all right, my number two is cheddar. And again, for, for all the reasons that I said earlier when I was tasting it, I just love a good cheddar. It's like one thing I love about them is that, you know, it's uh, cheddar is available everywhere in all sorts of different kinds. And as you, you know, you asked me earlier if I, if I had ever found one I didn't like, and I don't think I have. Like cheddar is just really good in pretty much all of its forms. 
it's it's fairly universal. Again, the only thing I would say is it doesn't melt well, but otherwise, like, you can use it in lots of different ways, and it's just good. And you can get really good cheddars almost anywhere. Like, you can go anywhere, you can go to, like, a Walmart in the middle of the country, and chances are, you're not going to find a lot of good cheeses, but I bet you'll be able to find a good cheddar. And, like, it's just, it's it's everywhere. You can get it everywhere. It's just so damn good. And I, I like its flavor. It's complex. You know, it's it's interesting. It is not offensive yet you know to anybody really even like the super sharp kind i love that even more i know that's that gets a little bit less universal but just love cheddar it's just it's just a great all-arounder and again when you're like you know at a cheese plate somewhere not only is cheddar always on the cheese plate in some form but that's always one of the ones that goes first there's a reason for that it's really good my number two is completely opposite of yours um (laughs) in terms of how we yeah how we um arranged our cheese plate it is. It's the Stilton. I <laughs> like it because it's a little bit more aged than the blue, so it feels a little bit more sophisticated, a little bit more special, and it's a little bit easier to um, enjoy just like a piece of it. I like to think of cheese as a treat, as more of like a special indulgence, and I rather have something that is way richer in flavor and have less of it less often. So your whole ranking of it's so universal, you could have it anywhere, you can get it anywhere. Like <laughs> I can just dump a gallon of American cheese down my throat. <laughs> I'm I'm coming at it from a different perspective of if I'm going to sit and I'm going to have cheese, uh, I'm, I really want it to be something special and interesting and a little bit hard to get because and so I can appreciate it at the time that I am want, indulging in it. You want high impact cheese. I do. <laughs> I want high impact cheese. I want it all like condensed down and like, yeah, ready to go. If it's just like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go grab a piece of cheese and I just want to find a good one. I'm probably not going to be eating cheese at all then. I rather pass on the cheese and have something else like ice cream. But, <laughs> but if I'm going to go for cheese, yeah, high impact. So yeah, the Stilton's really good. And I'm really, I'm using this now as kind of a gateway to open up and and learn more about this kind of cheeses because it it was just it was such a surprise to me i did not think i was gonna like this and i really loved it all right my number one and i'm not sure whether i should break this out into individual categories my number one is you have more than one one well my number one is the gouda family if i can make it that broad and if i if i have to narrow it down from the gouda family then i would say aged gouda in particular okay um and I don't really care which kind, like between Beamster and this Paradiso and all the other ones that are always in the store. I think it's fair to go for the broad Gouda. Yeah, I would just say the Gouda family. Yeah. I have never found a Gouda I didn't like. And as I'm getting older and getting, you know, a little bit more refined taste, <laughs> I know, saying this is I just made America my number four. Yeah, but hey, um, you have Gouda as your number one. And I think it's yeah. fair to say that you would prefer all Gouda over everything else on your list. Totally then that's why you don't need to narrow it down. Because like, yeah. if you only liked aged Gouda, then that would have to be your number one. Right. But it, but I like all of it. I, I like fresh Gouda, you know, the, the younger ones. I like the, the older ones. Gouda of all ages. I don't discriminate. And it is it is just fantastic. And, and the range of intensities and flavors you can get, like, I, I can appreciate the more mild ones just as much as the, like, you know, super, you know, two-year aged ones, like the XO Beamster. Like, it isn't that... Like when I'm tasting the more mild one, I'm not thinking like, oh, I wish I was tasting the better one. Like they're all great. I like them all for various reasons. And and just the the amount of like flavor complexity that you get out of that, to me, it, it has many of the same benefits 
of Parmesan in like the complexity and savory flavors, but just more of it and I think better and, and more detailed and more refined. Um, so you can't do as much with it like on top of other foods like that you can with Parmesan. Um, but if you're eating a cheese by itself just to eat the cheese, the entire Gouda family I think is is my my best. And would you like the crunchy bits? I actually do. I, yeah, I kind of like the crunchy bits because they're a little bit salty and I don't know, they're, they're kind of fun. Little uh, mouth explosion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Pop Rocks. Yeah, or like like the little bits. <laughs> they're like of, cheese like, Pop Rocks. It's it's almost like like I said Rice Krispies earlier. It's it's like it's like eating a chocolate bar that has the little crispies in it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it it isn't like a huge part of it, but there's like a little accent to the texture here. You and there. know what it's like? It's like the popping candies. From oh yeah, Cadbury. Like Cadbury. Yeah, I would say That's yeah. That's what it's like. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. All right, my number one is goat. It's totally really weird. Are you really surprised? A little bit. Yeah. I don't know anything else that is like goat cheese. You know, you say like feta is like, but it's not like the texture is different. The flavor is different. There's something about goat cheese that is just so weird and different, but yet more mild and universal than something like a blue or the, or the Stilton. Hmm. And I love the flavors that go along with goat cheese. You know, like the, if you're talking about goat cheese, a lot of times you think about like honey and figs and um, arugula. Like there are these certain flavors that go along nicely with goat cheese. And I love all of that together. All of that together is, is just really, that's, that's my wheelhouse. Like that's the kind of flavor that I like to go for in my food and whatever, that is about goat cheese maybe someone who's really knowledgeable about cheese can tell us like what that is that quality to it It has some sort of like strange savory citrus edge to it it just it's it's not sour it is just very tart maybe there's a there's a lot of bouquet going on yeah it's a a complex base and it doesn't feel like, oh, here's a, a mild base that we built up with, you know, some aged elements or bacteria or different things that we brought these flavors in. Goat cheese, to me, it just, the texture of it is really interesting and different. It's not a spread. It's not a soft cheese. I would argue it's closer to a spread than you might want to admit. It is closer to a spread. It is closer to a spread. <laughs> but it is nothing like those blobs yeah not, on this it's nothing side like of the, the, cheese uh, the cheese whiz no no it's it comes in kind of a log yeah essentially. It, it, is, it is definitely a log cheese and it, when when it's very cold out of the fridge it crumbles mm-hmm. but if it gets warm at all it turns very spready yep yep but it doesn't really melt it doesn't get melted right. i mean looking at it on the board right now it doesn't look like a mess it just looks kind of like a, a bit of a crumble um, yeah, yeah. and when you when you touch it it's softer but yeah there's just something about it that every time i have it i'm reminded how much i love it and i was just like i just love this it's just it's just perfect it's perfect cheese i do respect how simple it is exactly like to get that kind of complexity of flavor out of what is a fairly simple cheese you know making it wise that's that's pretty impressive yeah and that's why i think it's my number one because it isn't so crazy that i have to like go searching the ends of the earth to find like this really particular different type of flavor it's just goat cheese and it's usually always good i mean have we had any like really bad goat cheese there's been more mild ones that we've picked up from different brands but in general it's pretty universal it's pretty consistent yeah it seems that you can buy it from pretty much anybody and it'll be good yep goat cheese number one cool oh 
We ate a lot of cheese. I actually don't feel too bad. I don't feel too bad either. I took very, like, she, it's, it's such a nice, like, most cheeses are so strongly flavored that you don't need to take big bites. No, you don't need big bites. Like, this, I, I, was, able, I, I was able to take, like, reasonably sized, like, little nibbles of each one. And are we going to finish the rest of this cheese board for lunch, though? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, let's not get ourselves. I'm going to get the grapes. I get no...